Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 15 Minute You. This is the official college football podcast of your morning commute. I'm Edward Zork. That's my brother, Matt. What up, Joe? Going with a little bit of new music, sort of, kind of, on Why? today's episode. Well, that's not, the us- that's not the usual clip we do of that song, my friend. Eh, I mean, we're just exploring different parts of the song. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Anyways, we are here to bring you everything you need to know about college football in hopefully 15 minutes. Matthew? Sir? We also have a 15-minute sister and 15-minute boyfriend here. I heard they're not partaking, though. They're just sitting there. Hello. Not contributing. 15-minute mom said she thought we should refer to 15-minute boyfriend oh, as 15-minute lo- yeah, 15-minute lover. Oh, please don't. And I was like, please no. Don't. Please, no. We're not going to no. do that. I'm, I'm hard out on that. Yeah. <laughs> I really think it should be. I was like, noted. We will never do that. <laughs> All right, should we get into college football, maybe? Yeah, we should. Yeah, Let's okay, talk college perfect, football. Okay, perfect, perfect. Before we get into our usual Mac Big Ten discussion, there are two topics we texted each other this weekend, and we said, yeah. we have to discuss these. Do you want yeah. to lead off, or do you want me to? Well, let's start with Manny Diaz. Do you remember, can you name for me Manny Diaz's last two jobs before he became the head coach at the University of Miami? Well, I think he was at Temple for a total of 15 minutes. Uh-huh. And what was his job at Temple? Head coach, if I'm not mistaken. Of the Temple Owls? Correct. And what was his job before that? What was his job before that? Um, was he- You're killing the story. He's a defensive coordinator at Miami. Right. Right. <laughs> Don't worry, folks. Evan is on top of his stuff. So he goes from defensive coordinator, then becomes the head coach at Temple, then former Miami head coach Mark Rick retires. Right? Yeah. What does Manny Diaz do? Oh, he immediately comes right back. Oh, he does. Interesting. So he was allowed to leave a school for a different school, then realize that he could go back to that other school and bails on a whole bunch of recruits and players and relationships he had started to build. Is that correct? That sounds about correct. So do you want to explain his new recruiting policy for the 2019 season? I guess it's that recruits can't go visit other schools. <laughs> so let me just say. Who's taking that seriously? I don't know. Especially what? in today's world, recruits, recruits still go on visits after they've already signed. Happens all the time. He's, uh, this is, I feel like this is like old man shouts at cloud. Um, like something you can't change on your own. I understand what he's saying, though. It to me, it is a little weird when you commit to a program and then you go still go on visits. However, just not a good look coming from him of all people. But he's also saying on his end that they're not going to offer recruits if they don't verbally commit to Miami that they won't go on any other visits. Yeah, no, I got that. These kids are eighteen years old. How are they supposed to know where they're going to go to college? Got to pick at some point, I guess? I don't know. Again, it's just not a good look coming from him, of all people. I, uh, right. Uh, I do know that other schools do this, too. But given Diaz's history, I don't know, in the last two months, um, not a great look. No. Not at not all. Not great. Not at all. Not great. Not at all. All right. From Our one favorite SEC. 
not great look to another. Good transition. Yeah, I tried. I tried. I tried real hard on that one. Uh, <laughs> um, Alabama and mm-hmm. Nick Saban, you know, have this very weird thought about their student section. I don't know if it's actually weird. Like, I I, I so actually, I, I hard disagree with this. Um, so Nick Saban in the past has just roasted the Alabama student section for like leaving early. Cause like of all people, you know, you want your student section there cause they're the ones that are going to go most nuts. Okay. They are attempting to institute some kind of reward system for the yep. most loyal students mm-hmm. where if you are in this tier of loyal top tier of loyalty, you get preferential, Treatment for tickets to, say, the SEC championship game or whatever bowl potential playoff game they make. The way they are doing this is by tracking students' phones location during the game to see, did you stay for the entirety of the 65 to drubbing of whatever directional southern state here? It's a, re- it's a recruiting it's thing. so weird. That's, dude... That's... Recruits want to see full stadiums. They want to come to a packed house. No, I, dude. It helps the bottom no, line, man. I, I totally get it. It's so weird. This is China Communist Party weird. No, yes. stop it. Yes. No. Loyalty points? Tracking people's fo- locations on their phone? Especially How is this any different than like any other part? No. Our whole lives are tracked, so no. why not this is the weird. Bucket? This why is not? weird. It's also like 150 degrees. They're playing like Murray State. Like I, I don't know. Why do I have to last all four quarters? So every morning at 8.15, one of my duties is to walk into every fifth grade classroom and see that class has started and how many kids uh, are working, how many kids are not working. Uh, Checking like general compliance stuff, school uniform, sure. food, etc. Right, and I usually take notes on uh, the notes app on my phone. On Saturday mornings at eight fifteen, it goes. Would you like to use the notes app right now? My phone. Yeah. Reminding me that it's eight fifteen and that it's creepy and that it's tracking everything that I do. So why are we so? Out of whack that Alabama's tracking when students go to the game, when they leave. Well, two things can be Our whole lives at once. We're, we're, we're always being tracked. We should just give in to that. It's just weird to me. I get why they're doing it. All right. Let's talk Midwest. Let's do it. Let's get back to the real stuff. You want to start with the Mac or the Big Ten? Let's start with the Mac. Okay. So one thing you loved, one thing that surprised you, and one thing that disappointed you about Mac football this weekend was... Okay, um, I guess I forgot we were doing surprise because I went loved, liked, hated. Oh, okay, sure. So just take that with a grain of salt. But I'll start with loved since we can agree that that's one of the actual categories. Yeah. Um, So people who listen to this show might know that I occasionally like being right in, (laughs) in my analysis just every now and then. So you know what I really liked, Matt? I really liked Eastern Michigan and Toledo, not only winning, but scoring a whole lot of points in their wins. Both uh, scored 30-plus. Why? Because last week on this program, one of us had the bravery to say, hey, both these teams scored some points on UK. That might be a sign of good offense to come. Boom. There it was, the next game. Uh Eastern wins 34. Taking down Big Ten, Illinois, by the way. Tough break, Lovey Smith. Uh, and 
Toledo won, wins 45 nothing. Don't hate that. Don't hate that. All. You're sleeping on Western also putting up 57. Well, I figured, honestly, you would get there. Why? Because you love Western. Well, the one thing I did love is every Michigan directional school won this week. That's your kind of weekend. Directionals that is, your, that is my your, kind of weekend. That's your beat? Absolutely. Michigan directionals? I knew yep. you were going to say that. Yep. Yep. That's Can I, I love say? The most. Eastern over Illinois, Central over Akron, and Western over Georgia State. Mike Glass, the third quarterback for Eastern, yeah. this week, 316 yards, three TDs. He's been real impressive. Yeah. Uh, potential yeah. math well, offensive player of the year right here. Yeah. No, I, I can co-sign on that. What what disappointed you about the Mac? Um, I hated Marshall losing, or excuse me, Ohio losing to Marshall. I knew that was a yeah. You know the you. me Bobcats are off to a slow start. No, it's not great. The fight. Are you concerned? Roll. So I actually think Marshall is secretly decent. So I don't want to beat them up too much. Um, they bested VMI, who albeit is not great, but they fifty six to seventeen. So they crushed them. Um, they played Boise tough last week, fourteen to seven in a loss. Twenty eighteen, they beat in the in their bowl game. They beat uh, USF. I think they're secretly decent. <clears throat> so, I mean, am I a little concerned at the slow start? Yes, absolutely. Do I think that this game zero to ten? How concerned are you about Ohio making the championship? Game? I assume we're saying ten most concerned. Yes. Um. Actually, making the championship, I'm really not that concerned. Three or four. Really? Um, that side of the division is not great. Or, excuse me, that side of the conference uh, is actually yeah. appearing to be the weaker conference, which I would not have suspected. All the teams mm. with uh, two wins are in the West. Isn't that weird? Yeah. And Well, we'll see. Mac play next weekend. I guess in general, I was disappointed at the Mac, and they there were... Except for Eastern, there were really no fights put up against uh, Power 5 schools. Yeah. Um, I mean, Miami, Miami got, got rolled. Uh, Marshall uh, beat Ohio. Nebraska rolled. Auburn rolled. Mm-hmm. Louisiana Tech rolled. BGSU, that's not a great Maybe one. the most yeah. disappointing, though? Buffalo. Buffalo. Liberty. By 18. Like, where was Scott? Uh, was, Scott Freeze? Was, he, was he Was he standing? I don't know. <laughs> sleeping? I, I didn't I didn't Wheelchair. check in on that. We should have checked in on that. I think that he was standing. I hope he was standing by Actually, that. yeah. I will say, what I liked, though, I took a non-traditional Mac, what I liked. Matt Myers yeah. in that game, quarterback for Buffalo, true freshman, 167 yeah. yards, two TDs, uh, 29 yards on the ground despite being sacked three times. For a true freshman, mm-hmm. I think he's good. You know, we talked this offseason about – Life without Tyree Jackson under center and, like, their depleted defense. But at least at quarterback, we're seeing some decent play that maybe not this year, but next year would be a good sign for Buffalo fans. Sure. What surprised you? Um. So, again, I didn't come loaded with a surprise, but if I had to, I would probably say NIU – getting just crushed by Nebraska. Not that I didn't expect Nebraska to win. Um, and I can't remember what I would have guessed the spread was, what we said last week, but, you know, probably would have put this at, like, 14. Um, well, I said NAU's going to win outright. Yeah, so you look kind of silly. <laughs> but, I mean, by 36, that's a lot. That's more than I thought. Um, not a great side. 
Not a great sign. Yeah, for, for a Nebraska team, that's not very good. What about you? I guess I was most surprised at Eastern. I don't think I should have been. And maybe I was giving Illinois too much credit. But to go into the 30s, you would think if once Illinois got in the 30s, they were going to win. But Eastern matched every single time. They have beaten a Big Ten school every year for the last three years in a row. Chris Creighton is going to find himself a well-paying job very soon. Is he Eastern's coach this time next? No. Love it. Good for him. Shall we? So move on? Big Ten. All right. Yes, sir. Um, so I'm gonna let's start with uh, what we hated. Okay. Um, I'll tell you, I got two that I hated. One somewhat in jest. PJ, I hated PJ Flex quote. Every non-conference opponent on our schedule, this is their Super Bowl. Trying to explain away his narrow 35 to 32 victory over Georgia Southern. I hate that quote. BJ, who I like. You just made that up, man. That's not true, dog. Play Minnesota's your Super Bowl. Get out of here. Um, on a serious note, I think what I hated was Purdue going down 34 to 13 against TCU. Uh, you know, I expected them to lose against TCU. But I'd be real concerned if I was a Purdue fan. I mean, they scored 76 points in the first two weeks. Uh, then to go down against TCU, who I don't think they have a bad defense, but I don't think it's phenomenal. Uh, then looking at Purdue's schedule, they're at Wisconsin, they're at Iowa, they're at Penn State. Um, I had predicted them to be a six or seven win team with a bowl. I don't know after that. Well, what disappointed you more, the Purdue loss or the Michigan State loss? Oh. Dog, I don't know if I'm ever disappointed when little brother loses. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. I what I liked the most was the Big Ten in rivalry games. Okay, both teams. That's a great take. Top. That's a great take. Penn State, although I thought for sure they were going to find a way to blow that at the end against Pitt. I also don't totally get Pitt having the opportunity to go for it fourth and goal and then decide to kick. That was not field great. Goal. And then miss. You were down seven. Would so you were going to kick a field goal, and then you would still you still have to score a touchdown. Yeah, right? I didn't get that. I didn't get it either. It, rivalry game. I feel like that's that's a gotta go. Pat Narduzzi kind of hundo coughing one up there for uh, the Nittany Lions, but they Iowa also prevailed. That was a tough game. Yeah. Uh, Iowa State looked better than they looked in the first two weeks, but it was also tough with the two weather delays where they absolutely, were just like absolutely. pause, couldn't get momentum going. So that was tricky to come out either way. It was, I was very, very nervous for Ryan throughout the game. It was tough, it. but not sloppy, I think would be my takeaway of that game. And yeah. again, with the weather delays, being on the road in Ames, like I, I actually, if I was an Iowa fan, would not be upset by that outcome. You got the W on the road. With all that weather, with the delays, blah, blah, blah. You didn't look like crap. It was just yeah. a tough game. Uh, I was most happy with Northwestern bouncing back against UNLV. Of course you 30, were. Getting some, yep, getting some <laughs> offensive life going. And then most disappointed in Maryland. As soon as you get our attention. <laughs> Come on. You're going to go out and lose like that to Temple? So, my thought on Come that. On, I mean, it sucks. Don't get me they wrong. They drilled Syracuse oh, sure. last week. Sure. Sure. 63. Josh Jackson just what, can't what happened? Old, man. He, like, he goes 
uh, completion rate. That's his lowest of the season. Uh, he throws an INT. He's sacked four times, like negative 20 yards rushing just because of that sack. Like, he, I don't know, he's more, man. He's more around him. And I just think, uh, you know, if it wasn't Temple, it would be another maybe next week or the week after, like catch up with him mm-hmm. eventually. Sucks, but it is what it is. <sighs> I did 63 to 17. I don't, I didn't get that. So, all right, let's pick him. Let's move into Pick'em. Okay, so brief recap of last week. Your boy right here, Evan, on top for last week at least. I went 14-4 and four to Matt's 12-6. and six. Uh, So we are now tied for the 2019 season. Thank you, Nebraska. Thank you, Louisiana Tech. Uh, but looking into next week, we actually don't have that many games. Um, but again, I'll do our usual format, starting with the Big sure. Ten um, games we agreed on. So we got Buckeyes hosting Miami of Ohio in some Big Ten MAC action. Buckeyes favored by 38.5. We're both taking the Buckeyes. Uh, Rutgers is hosting Boston College. They are favored by seven and a half, which made me nervous, but uh, because uh, that's why I'm taking uh, Boston College. Wisconsin. Oh, excuse me. Hang on. Long pause. UConn host, or excuse me, God bless America. Indiana is hosting UConn, getting ten and a half points. Uh, we are both taking Indiana in that game. That's going to be a rock fight, folks. Don't turn into that one. Uh, and then games we disagree. So Michigan State on the road against Northwestern. Northwestern is getting six and a half points. I'm taking Northwestern, and in a surprise turn, you're taking Sparty. Explain yourself. I'm still scarred after what Northwestern did in week one. I mean, Stanford got blasted last week by a USC team that's not good, and that lost to BYU this weekend. So in your, like, whatever, restorative properties of wins and losses, I feel like, I, I don't know. I think Michigan State had a down week. I, I could see them bouncing back. Uh, Northwestern, like maybe right after Maryland, is the least threatening place to play in the Big Ten. That's fair. I'm just kind of out on Michigan State's new look offense. Like the state of Michigan and their new look offenses. I'm I'm out on Lewerke. No touchdowns last week. Not great. Uh, he's got four TDs total on the season, but three of them came against Western Michigan. Similarly, Elijah Cummings, a running back, had a lackluster game last week. His best game is against Western. Like, nine, what is it? I had it written down. 192 of his 281 yards went, again, went against Western in one game. So, like, very lackluster offense. I'm out on starting. Sure. Ergo, and you. Moving on. Nebraska on the road against Illinois. Illinois is getting 10.5 points. I'm taking Nebraska. You know I'm going to take them since I picked them to win the West. Matt, you're taking Illinois. Well, it's ten and a half at home. I'm going to, I'm going to take that all day. Dog, they just lost the Eastern. Moving on to the biggest game. Who's a good team? I. You're down Eastern now? No, I'm not. Wow. No, you're right. You're right. Wow. But wow. got to roll with my boy Scott. Anyways, biggest game in the Big Ten this week. Michigan on the road. Camp Randall, Wisconsin. Wisconsin is favored in this game by six points. There's yeah. n- I am like a rational human being taking Wisconsin. 
Because I've seen so, nothing homer to pick, suggest I, that Michigan I, can pull this out, and you're taking Michigan. Not not only that, Michigan's gonna win the game. <laughs> I'm serious. Struggle on offense. The week to get together, I think, with uh, DPJ and dog. Wisconsin uh, had a week off too. Okay, they also played nobody. They we knew the army. We nobody. knew the army they game was crushed. Gonna be, nobody. We knew the army game was gonna be tricky. Michigan's gonna win this outright. I, so what makes me nervous is Michigan has struggled in both games that they've played. Yes, the Army game, if you were really paying attention, you would know Michigan was struggling. But I do think Michigan has a much greater sense of urgency throughout this bye week. Whereas Wisconsin, I mean, they're made in the shade. At home, they've crushed their last but two I'm points, also, a lot of confidence. I'm, for our, so you're saying that Wisconsin's going to beat Michigan by more than six? Yeah, I'm, I think this, uh, if I was doing the spread, I would have put it at 10. Jesus, you're a monster. 10. Moving on to the MAC. Games we agree, which is most of them. Central Michigan on the road against Miami, Florida, if you were wondering. Uh, Miami is a 30-point favorite. We're both taking Central, but we're saying they're going to lose the game. 30 points, Miami, yeah. Agreed. It doesn't look that good, and I like Central's offense this year, as we discussed earlier. Ball State on the road against NC State. Uh, ball, or excuse me, NC State favored by 20 points in this one. Oh wait, I'm actually noticing we disagree. I'm taking Ball State. They were one of my dark horses. Uh, I just, again, I think NC State's going to win this guy. I just think 20's a little bridge too far for NC State. You're a five second blurb. Uh, I don't. I wasn't impressed with Ball State last week. Uh, gave up 41 to FAU. I think NC State is a better defense, and they'll be able to cover the 20. All right, uh, moving on. We have Temple on the road at Buffalo. Buffalo's getting 13.5 points. We both are taking Temple. Uh, that Buffalo defense just looked real rough. 13.5 might seem like a lot to people, but I think Temple's going to roll. Uh, University Lafayette is on the road against the Ohio Bobcats slash Fighting Nathan O'Rourke's. Uh, Ohio favored by four. Both agree on that. Troy hosting, excuse me, Troy on the road at Akron. Akron is getting 17.5 points. Um, again, whole lot of points, but Akron is a whole lot of trash. Uh, I expect <laughs> Troy to win. Sorry, I'm not sorry. Uh, then we have Eastern Michigan hosting Central Connecticut State University. Matt, I couldn't even tell you what their mascot is or what town that college is in. And I like Eastern's offense a lot. Ergo, we're both taking Eastern. Agree. Well, and no line. Oh, and no line. Right, 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 right. So that that helps. Uh, And then Kent State is hosting Bowling Green. And honestly, this was the hardest game, I think, for me to pick. I can't believe the line's 10. The line is 10, and Kent's the favorite. Kent is so bad. I mean, it's not like Bowling Green is great, but Kent is garbage. Um, yeah, I just, this, I just, this is going to be a rock fight of all rock fights. It's also... I just I can't see them covering a 10 points. I, I completely spread. agree. Like, in any game this season. I completely agree. I also don't know how, like, this game gets a spread, but, like, Eastern's doesn't. Like... Anyways, moving on to games we disagree. Syracuse hosting Western Michigan. The spread is uh, five and a half points in favor of Syracuse. 
I am taking Western. And again, in a weird turn of fate, you are going against a Michigan directional. Explain yourself, sir. Evan, I, I, Syracuse had a bad day against Maryland. I think they'll bounce back, especially at home. They're going to cover by more than a touchdown against Western. We'll see. We'll skeptical of that. Final game. We disagree. Toledo on the road at Colorado State University. There's no line here. What, how, no what are line. you doing? Because I think Toledo's going to win an outright So dog. you're taking them outright. I like yeah. that high-powered you're offense. It, dude, no. okay, listen to me. No. It's air raid. The air is thin up there. That ball is going to be... I no, understand. That's why they're going to struggle. That ball is going to be going a mile. I cannot wait to watch this. It's way across the country. They're totally out of their element. Yes, I, that is why I picked against them. No. I, I don't know how you're like... What? What kind of sports science are you looking at where you think the ball is going to go farther because the air is thinner? Uh, the same sites that put out the anti-vax propaganda. Yeah. <laughs> so you and Alex Jones are going. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to rule Colorado State. Lovely. So, All right, folks. Well, this has been another week of 15-Minute You. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, you can find Evan and I on it. Uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts app, Google Play, or wherever else you get your fine podcasts. Remember to hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss an episode. If you want to connect with us, let us know how the discussion goes to the water cooler tomorrow morning. You can reach out to Evan and I on Gmail at 15MinuteU or on Twitter at 15MinuteU, Evan, 15, Evan underscore 15MinuteU. Whatever you do, don't pick them like my brother. Don't pick them like my brother. All right, we survived. We survived. I mean, I thought there were some. Up and down. Yeah. Three, two, one, stop.